the day that we announce so our send it. Gatorade sponsorship. Our, 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 our partnership. Starting off, starting off great. <laughs> it sounds exactly like we haven't recorded in two weeks. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I mean, the first thing that we can hop right into is going to be this uh, this tournament play that we uh, briefly got to experience as a club. Which, I don't even know if that's... Like, the game matters less now in retrospect, because I would have totally cared if we won that, that cup. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, looking back on it, I'm not that much... Um, more concerned than I would be about like any regular like friendly game yeah it I think it was right for Ronnie to go into that like fully fielding a team that he would field for any other competition or game but like you said like crashing out of it especially the way that we did it doesn't really feel like it mattered yeah I in the moment it mattered a lot and I think a lot of how we lost had to do with that Mm -hmm. but now that I'm thinking about it I I think I kind of psyched myself into thinking that that was like a Champions League game or something. Yeah. I, I thought it was bigger because it was against a Mexican opponent, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it really didn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I I think uh, with this club, the fact that we don't have any trophies yet, like um, we should be going for, for any everything. trophy that we have the ability to play for. Any and every, everything. And, and luckily, we have a, a manager that echoes that in Ronnie, so yeah. that's... That's a good thing about him that we could talk about today. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's like I said, it's the way that we crashed out of it. It's like with the two disallowed goals, um, at the very least, the Santi one is entirely entirely questionable, I guess. I questionable mean, is... It's being nice to the Questionable refs. is questionable. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you can follow. That, I'm, we won that game. Yeah. I'm I, sorry. I would say so. Um, Pumas, but... We won that game, simply. That's two episodes in a row. That's two episodes in a row. <laughs> that card has it coming. Yeah. Uh, but no, we won that game at the end of the day. I mean, it sucks to be those guys constantly that have to come on here and say that the refs did this <laughs> and that, but we always have to be those guys because it it seems to always be us. And I, we even said before we don't want to be those those victims. We don't want to be those guys, but yeah, it's hard not to. Yeah, well, I mean, when it's constantly, you know, happening, it's definitely very hard not to. Because it, it comes to a point where you just, you're losing too many games and none of them are your fault. Yeah, I think, the, in, in, I think the quality of that tournament obviously isn't there. But uh, we should investigate that referee. He's got deposits somewhere from somewhere. I mean, so... Uh, well, what we can, I mean, we got to talk about the penalty shootout because, you know, there is one thing to be said about being forced into a situation that you don't need to be in, bro. <laughs> this all day. Can that be picked up? I don't know. Let me go look before we get into the penalty stuff. I mean, this is getting insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, hey we can talk on our podcast back. we're back let's go start the timers let's go that's crazy wow it's Ugh. nice to be able to talk on our podcast yeah this is a great platform that was the third time today that that same car karma alarm karma karma alone yeah that the karma alarm has gone off the same car uh <laughs> 
we might go for round four by the end of the episode. We're, I think so. We're going to have to find I out. I think we're going to be there. Um, But what we were getting into was the penalty shootout. So, I mean, off the bat, I can't fault Ronnie for anything but his penalty selection. And right. I think a lot of people have said this, and, and I'm... And I'm going to say this while fully knowing that we just beat um, a team 2-0, dominated the game. We needed to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm fully backing Ronnie. And here we go again. But um, I'm, I think we just gamble that it doesn't get picked up. Yeah. If, it, if, if you do happen to hear a car alarm, it will not stop. It has not stopped. We have no peace here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is crazy. But yeah, so I, I we, we're fully backing. <laughs> I can't focus, bro. What do I do? Oh my god, bro! I'm about to bug. I'm about to bug out the window, bro. I swear to God. I hope the. <laughs> so ridiculous. Thank you. Let's go. All right. The alarm is off. At least we have some peace, some joy. This is about to play something. Um, the penalties. Yeah. Uh, so while fully saying that we, at least I back Ronnie at this exact time, that was not the um, selection I would have made for penalties mm -hmm. at all. First of all, and, and second of all, a lot of people have said it. You have to leave Maxi off pens. You have to leave him off the off the sheet for penalty kick uh, shootouts. Leave him off everything penalty related. He's not the guy. I don't know how we haven't gotten to how Ronnie hasn't gotten to that point yet. It's because you're it's I get it. You're afraid <clears throat> to make that bold of a decision. Mm -hmm. And Maxi is world class. Like he is our best player, if not our in the top three, definitely. Because mm -hmm. I think um, number one is kind of interchangeable between three people right now. Um, but he's a great player, not a great penalty taker. And those two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. Um, he's just not that guy. Yeah. I mean, one penalty that I do want to talk about of the bunch was James Sands. So I think, you know, there there's definitely a handful of people, probably including us, that would be shocked to see that many defenders, uh, you know, within your first five pen takers, especially when you have people like, uh, I mean, Tiago. maybe not Tales, but Tiago, Santi, um, you know, people that can obviously score. And, and they've proven it, you know, Santi more so, confidence. even in that game. I mean, he, Santi, we can get, you know, deeper into him, but he's been playing absolutely lights out. Uh, but, you know, Sands, he kind of, in a way, was able to shut everybody up because I think the, the cool thing about penalties is you could really compare them one-to-one, -one, like, in the world because everybody's, everybody's at the spot and everybody, you know, has to place it somewhere. And then he comes out and he says, you know, I picked my spot. I didn't care what the keeper was going to do, and I put yeah. it where I wanted to put it. And then he goes and yells in his face, too, afterwards. Yeah, and gives him a taste of what he had been doing to others. Um, and I, I like that aspect of the penalty shootouts, but I don't like... Um, I don't like Maxi's reaction to missing a pen and then getting chipped at and, like, not giving it back, not doing anything, yeah. but he tried to shake the hands. Like, it looks a little rough. Yeah, I mean, he... Deservedly so, I was probably pretty disappointed in himself. Yeah. Uh, I and I think, you know, this is the thing that now every time he, I'm sure he already, you know, has some type of mental warfare and that has affected his penalty mm -hmm. kicks. But this is something that now, 
makes the opposition side attacking his mental stronger. He just needs to spend, he needs to seriously spend time and look at all of his penalties and see, what, and, and talk to Sean, talk to the goalkeeper room and see what he's giving away in those pens because it has to be something. It's yeah. not like, it's not like he's skying the ball or he's missing the frame. He's getting it on target and just getting saved. Yeah. So clearly there's something that he's doing that's giving away where he's going, what spot he's trying to yeah. go to. I mean, that's definitely a good idea, but I still, I'm beyond the point of like trusting him at the spot. And like, oh, I, I, don't, and I don't even feel comfortable giving him like the reps in serious situations to get back no. into it. Um, like, I, I don't think our, we're a team that needs him to be taking pens either. Like we just said, with all the talent we have, there's no reason to be wasting a spot on him with his record. There just isn't. Yeah, in terms of penalties, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, on the field, Maxi has been... Unmatched. Really. Yeah, really unmatched, especially as of late, Um, especially in this Miami game, playing Insane. ridiculously. And we could get right into that with the assist that he... he lobbed up to Tati and it was even an insane finish by Tati but that ball from Maxi is is world class genuinely that's ridiculous and, and on his weak foot too yeah we, we that have was to realize beautiful. that's on his weak foot directly to Tati's head granted Tati maybe could have jumped over Maxi yeah with that header but insane finish and it's it's insane it's so nice to see Tati actually being confident in, in getting goals um which, like, obviously, the second second goal, we had some t- t- dispute over. Mm. It was a beautiful goal. I loved watching it. Um, Tati's pen. Not Tati's pen. Well, Tati took the pen, but yeah, you would argue I, I, granted, it, it's Tiago's pen. Yeah, I, I just don't. I feel like like Tiago's kind of in a not a rut, but he's he started so fast, mm-hmm. and obviously that wasn't sustained throughout yeah. all of the games like i don't think anybody really expected it but at least a part of you when you're playing has to think like oh th- this ha- all happened so fast is this gonna be my year this is gonna be my breakout mm-hmm. and then it slows down like this i just would he won the pen i would have preferred him getting it yeah i mean he asked for it yeah too, and which... tachi waved him off yeah which i mean that shows the confidence of tati and that's why i'm thinking you know i Granted, they're both confident because they both wanted to. So who mm-hmm. who really knows? Yeah. Um, but I just think getting. I feel like Tati has all the confidence in the world right now. Let's get Tiago to the point where he has all the confidence in the world too. Yeah. And so we have that partnership ship up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're definitely right. Like Tiago's career in NYCFC started off so quickly. That that was against DC United, right? That was was that his first game, or it was a second game, and the first one right. he scored in as well both coming on as a sub, I mean, you know, he's regressed to a point, but that's only because the start was so good. Yeah. You know, it's not to say that he's playing bad now. He's just, you know, still great, but not out of this world. Yeah, I mean, you could still, even in winning the pen, you can see he he was confident enough to do the things to get him in that position. Yeah. But, you know, then he's also sending some shots into... Uh, Callan's car window so like <laughs> yeah. which uh, which version we see maybe depends on how confident he is but I think he's gonna keep he's gonna keep playing I mean he's an insane talent yeah it's just I would have liked to see him get in the goals but I, I could also have seen it going the way where Tiago does get the pen he does miss and then we end up it tying 1-1 or 
2-1 losing or yeah. something like that. So obviously it had to happen this way. Because if he does, that's now I'm thinking if he does score the pen, there's some degree of confidence boost. But if it was to get saved or uh, even if he missed it, I think the loss is like double what the boost would have been. Yeah, especially after calling for it, knowing that, you know, you're not the normal guy. Yeah, although I think this this is kind of what I was telling you during the game, but I don't, I think Tiago sort of is like confident throughout regardless. And um, I think that's something that like you see a lot from like a lot of South American players, especially coming from leagues like that. And when they're put into situations, um, coming to big teams, I guess you could call us in, in the MLS, or at least a big market, big market yeah. um, like where they, it, t- it would take a lot for him to shed any type of confidence because I think in the best way possible that he's very uh, humble when it comes to believing in like what he can do and knowing what he can do. And we see that in the way, um, I don't even know how to explain it, where he put like three different people on stilts, like... In a row. For no reason, just literally to keep possession and then just pass it and play it. Yeah. And I think skills have always been a good way to tell if a player is still feeling confident. Um, and, you know, that's something we see in him and that we even see in Tales and Santi and yeah. all these new guys. Well, I would also find it very hard to be him and not be confident because the second he's even looked at or about to get the ball... Every single NYCFC fan is on their feet screaming mm-hmm. for him. Like he is a star in New York. Um, he really so is. I don't think I don't think things will really take away from it. I would just I would like to see him get boosted to a level where like he's not even second guessing himself. Yeah. Where he yeah. just plays and balls. But um overall it was a good game. We dominated. Um, there really was no point where I thought Miami was gonna do anything. Yeah. Um, outside of like Cheneau error, Sean Johnson error. I Sands thought, almost own goal. Share, yeah. Um, early it was a little, little shakier. There were shaky moments, I should say. Yeah. I think this is the shakiest we might have ever seen James Sands. Period for us. Um, Coming because when he that wasn't statement pen. Too. Yeah. When he wasn't, you know, so uh, as good as he was now, he wasn't really getting the time. So we weren't seeing many bad moments from him. But in like recent history early game at least today like was very very shaky um you know kind of giving up on runs in behind Gonzalo when he when he caught the line perfectly or something like that or with the own goal um he kind of just completely whiffed the ball um but you know he tightened it up to some degree by the end of the game I would say that you know I don't think people really have to worry too much about that like being a consistent problem you know i think everybody is like do a couple of those games throughout a season and he's been the best defender that we have on our team probably yeah. for the whole year well one thing to say about him i think mentally switching off on uh Higuain, if it's anybody 10 years younger anybody 10 years younger that's a goal yeah um and so i mean on that switch off it was only because Higuain hit the the chip a little too hard. Yeah, like it was a goal otherwise. Yeah, and and uncharacter, uncharacter. I can't even say that word right now. Uncharacteristically, sure. <laughs> there's Leave too many seasons. There's too many. I don't know things there. Um, but unlike Higuain, I should say, I should mm-hmm. dumb down the way that I speak. Um, normally, like Ian Joy said, he just puts his foot through that and blasts mm-hmm. it. I, he doesn't care if it hits you in the face and takes your head yeah. off. Um, and so. I think even Sean Johnson was like, wait, what? Yeah. As he was watching it go over his head. We're lucky. 
Yeah, we are lucky that he didn't put his foot through that because in that case, it's a goal too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't think we're we're lucky to get the result. I think we dominated um, for majority of that game. But it's it's moments like that that turn a two nil dominating win into a draw, yeah. into then losing full composure and losing the game. Um, so we we need to stay checked on. Yeah, and we've seen that happen this year. I mean, if you look at the last two games before Pumas, that's you know more or less what happened. Definitely against Toronto, yeah. we go into halftime up two, and then you know all of a sudden they get a little bit of momentum, and we end up leaving with one point. Um, yeah. And these are crucial games that you know with a team like Toronto, who you know in history Toronto is one of those teams that you're scared of, especially going out to their field. But, you know, they're kind of in a soft spot right now. And with both Chicago, with the 17-year-old keeper making his, de- his debut, and then uh, Toronto right afterwards, I mean, I-, I think both of us thought, and, like, even probably many of the fans thought, at least Chicago, but even Toronto, that we were getting three points out of both games. Yeah, exactly. even as Even as away games against, you know, teams that can make things happen. But it, it still felt like it was 100%. Yeah, and... Um... It's games like those that we should be winning and also games like those that when you lose or draw forces the boys into a forced break. Yeah. <laughs> um, so where we don't want to speak on camera yeah. because um, there's really nothing good to say. Yeah, there's yeah, that's that's what happens. And so, um, you know, coming up It's a tough stretch. It is, but it it, it is. It's yeah. it's tough in the sense that Philly, they're they're always going to give you a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Red Bull, they're they're horrible. Yeah, but so, but what, it's a rivalry, so any anything can happen. Right. What I'm looking towards, uh, in at least like the somewhat distant future, is the the back to back New England games. Uh, that's going to teach us a lot about this team, I think, because um, you know even if we lose the first one. It's gonna be nice to have that immediate rebuttal chance. Well, there's um, there is uh, Nashville in between. Oh, we've got a midweek. Yeah. Oh, okay. But um, other than that, yeah, technically, yeah, back to back Saturdays on mm-hmm. Saturdays. So, yeah, seven days apart, and against a team that's been flying high the whole season. I think they've you know maybe held first place in the the Eastern Conference at least like most of the season, right? So yep. it's gonna be a team we're gonna have to figure out because. If we don't figure them out now, we're going to have to figure them out at some point yeah. uh, in the playoffs. So better now than later. And, uh, yeah. We need the confidence from those games. Um, and the points. The points <laughs> yeah, the points matter Somewhat. if we're going for first. If if not if not points, then the confidence mm-hmm. um, to know that we can and to know that that's a challenge that we can overcome. Yeah. Um, and so all of these games really are, are that test. Outside of these fixtures, though, with Philly, um, Red Bulls, uh, Revolution twice in the Nashville, there's really not much left for us outside of that Atlanta game. And so the rest of the season is more figuring out who's the actual 11 um, for the playoffs and, and making sure that we are really putting a stamp on the season and saying, like, okay, we can kind of figure out who this 11 is. Yep. But this is the final stretch. Yeah. It's going to be, like you said, after the New England game, it's going to be about just building and managing the confidence of of whoever the stars end up being yeah, at that point. and we point. need to know, we need to know by, um, by that Atlanta game, 
yeah really who who is our best 11 um and that's in october yeah and, and all of these games like i know i'm talking about it as if it's it's gonna end in like a month but it's gonna go quick it's gonna feel very very quick mm-hmm. um and so we need to know now we yeah need to start knowing and it seems like now. ronnie at least with selection has been trying to figure that out himself because our lineups have looked so different from you know the past games as they as they come out like you you've seen an incredible amount of rotation something that the club has never seen we've never had depth like this we talk about that all the yeah, time and we thought we had depth like this but yeah never like never this. i mean we've never even been close to the depth that we have now i mean to the point where alexi lalas is giving us the his top yeah power i kind of took game. that as a curse though <laughs> yeah and that's uh you know, I, I kind of worry that people will see our stuff and be offended by our opinions and stuff like that. Like, person, like take them personally. Yeah. And I, I really don't want that in any case other than Alexi Lawless. Like, I want him to take it personally. Yeah. I mean, this is the only take I've ever heard from him that I've agreed with. All I could say genuinely, that about the man. Genuinely. The only one. Um, yeah. But, tangent. Yeah. Um, we'll be back for... Obviously, after, um, I think we're probably going to end up waiting for uh, Philly and Red Bulls because it's a midweek yeah. game. So we're probably going to have both of those together. And then we're going to be uh, previewing also in that episode um, Revs versus NYCFC. Yeah, Yankee Stadium. And so with that, we're going to head out. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. Post 90 on all platforms. Finally got an outro. Almost an intro. Uh, perfect. So we'll see you guys next so, week. Peace.